Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast. It is Monday. I don't know if I'm going to motivate you as much as I am, I, I guess, report back on what I saw. A lot of times I'll see things on like, oh, you must see this and this, you know, season of what's your namer is really great. And oftentimes I'm not really, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm not, definitely not a binge watcher, but I am a fan of documentary films. And uh, several people had said that uh, the social dilemma was worth watching. So I sat down and watched it. And, you know, in, in, in a really predictable way, uh, I was uh, disheartened and um, bothered, but not surprised. Um, it, it, they, they follow around Tristan Harris, uh, who's a, a formal, former guy at Facebook, and really, the, the guests there aren't necessarily uh, psychology experts or, or experts, really, of, of a lot of things, but they're all tech and former tech employees. And they talk about some of the evils of <clears throat> how, the, um, how addictive they've made uh, their platforms and how deliberately they try to keep pecking away at you to, for you to stay. Now, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, TV, we always made it to where you is a must-see TV or they wanted to like lure you in with more content, except now it is so personalized that they can just kind of keep packing away and they know what you like and they, more importantly, they know what you don't like and they know what you hate and they're always listening. And if you all of a sudden start talking about paintball, mysteriously, you'll start seeing ads for paintball. And for the most part, like I said, these aren't necessarily new concepts. Uh, they did a really good job, though, of like fictionalizing it. They had a they had a, a family where it was uh, two daughters and a son, and uh, the wife wanted the kids to have less time on their on their accounts. And um, you know, the youngest one went to great <laughs> lengths to uh, get her phone back, and then you know the the middle child, the the son, he. Um, just kept getting more and more radicalized because uh, his newsfeed was constantly the political side of things. And then um, you had the the oldest daughter who was the wise one who just wanted and kept warning his family to her family to get off. The only thing that um, I wish they would have gotten around at is that, you know, why, you know, that they, they kind of address that um, uh, Silicon Valley is, is, um, pretty one-sided uh, on, on who is designing it, um, both racially and politically. Um, and, and they just, they, they kind of skirt around that, you know, that at one time they said, you know, basically Silicon Valley is a bunch of middle-aged white men, um, or at least they're middle-aged now, uh, for the most part, they're, they're, they're white men. And, uh, I think they could have went down that path a little bit more. And at the same time, they also could talk about diversity of thought and how, um, you know, there, there's without a doubt a bias there, but they also were really, really hitting on the fact that both sides think that they're right because the algorithm and they know what they're doing. So if you are a far leftist, you keep getting all this information on how and why the, the right has lost their mind and you get all the validation in the world because that's what they send you. And on the other hand, if you're on the far right, you're, you know that the left has just gone unhinged because you see it. You're right there. It's in my feed. Matter of fact, Ryan Long, uh, actually, um, in his very funny kind of cynical way, he was talking, well, actually, there's a parody that he was selling clips to both Fox and CNN. He was just 
editing them differently and giving themselves titles that would be clickbait worthy for CNN and Fox. And this was the whole point. We're being played. We're, we're like, they, they're feeding us a steady diet of toxicity. And that's exactly what they want because we stay on longer. And, and so I've been looking around and watching people just get angered and, and spend hours on hours on end waiting to be outraged. Um, you know, I, I have a, a lot of, you know, friends on Facebook and Twitter that I hate Donald Trump. So I spend hours on hours researching what he said. And of course, they're going to find ammunition that he said something stupid. What did you do with your time? Were you out making, you know, yourself happy or the world a better place? And on the other hand, you, you, you know, get some people and some friends on the right that they just hate Antifa or they hate Nancy Pelosi and then they wait all day for something to happen and I'm like wow the very thing that you say you don't like you dedicate your life to again nothing new we've talked about this before and matter of fact is one of the reasons why Jamal and I every Friday night get to you know get together and, and do our shows because a we want to have meaningful conversations but b we want to we want to get different opinions and so um the crescendo of this, and it wasn't the last thing that was said, but maybe the scariest thing that was said. Um, the interviewer said, uh, "What do you? What is your ultimate fear?" And uh, one guy who was a designer, I believe, at Google, and he looked right dead in the camera and looked at it, and he said, "Civil war. I fear that we're headed to a civil war." And you know, I think that some of this was just, you know, really, really over the top hyperbole in the past. But there's been some people that are like, hey, man, we're getting dangerously close. And um, I think if anything, this this film taught us to hopefully just calm down and have real conversations. You know, some of the people I know that are really cantankerous online, I've met them in person. And you know what? Really nice people. Just not behind a keyboard. And, um, man, as things are kind of spiraling out of control or at least that, well, or maybe they're not, I think the more we spend time IRL <laughs> in real life, then we will find out that I, I think that there's a lot that we have a lot of commonality with. And I, and I'm hoping that common sense, um, takes over. I'm going to wrap it up with this. Um, when I taught middle school, we had a teleplay from, uh, the Twilight Zone, and there was a particular episode called The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. And essentially, there was, they thought, maybe a Martian flyover. And um, essentially, they got suspicious of what it was, and they just started accusing all the neighbors of, well, you've acted a little weird. And long story made short, they all distrust each other and they end up getting their torches and guns, and they kill themselves. And at the end, you see that there's indeed two Martians, and they're like, well, that was easy. And he's like, you know, they killed themselves. He's like, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to sow seeds of distrust, and then they'll kill themselves. Rod Serling, you, sir, are ahead of your time. So I hope that uh, before we, we get too upset and sow too much seeds of contempt and distrust that uh, we can kind of look back and, and reflect and hopefully not get too out of control. I'm going to leave it there. I highly recommend you check out that episode. It is, um, or actually the, the documentary, it's, it's worth watching. It, was it comprehensive? No. Was there licensed clinicians and doctors in it? No, but it's something to consider. I'll put it that way. 
All right, we will be back maybe Wednesday, but definitely Friday. We're um, kind of backlogged on some work, so new episodes have been harder to get to. But without a doubt, the Monday-Friday lineup of uh, Monday Motivation and the crucial conversations on Friday with Jamal will remain. Until then, this is Don Wetcher reminding you to unplug those opportunities everywhere. See ya.